Hey, and welcome to another edition of Catfishing with the Tat Daddy. It's Fuck You Friday, and today we're going to talk about Conor McGregor. So buckle up, buttercup, because here we fucking go. Conor is, if nothing else, an interesting and polarizing figure within MMA. He has his stands who, much like him, act like the rest of us didn't see his last couple fights and love him no matter what. And then his haters, some of whom hate him for legitimate reasons and some of whom are just simply haters. And then I think people in between. Myself, I don't watch a whole lot of MMA outside of the UFC only because of time constraints and just how much fucking content is out there. And it's really hard to take it all in. I mean, there are some of the shit-eating wild people out there like Gabraka Hitman and my Canadian sister from Another Mother Midnight and Shay that I swear to God must watch every single fucking combat sports related event that ever is on fucking even though there's like 10 of them a day 7 days a week I don't know how they do it it's amazing myself not so much Um, I enjoy Combata as America partly because Claire and McCampbell is just cool and I also like what they're doing they're not trying to build it off of other people's names retired old ass washed up fighters and shit They are, in general, trying to make it a place for up-and-coming good talent to be showcased. And that's really cool. And I used to watch a lot of ACA back when uh, it was A, B, D, C, Z, K, X, Y, or whatever the fuck, uh, and was free on Facebook. That was always a good watch because they just tend to get a lot of goddamn Dagestani neck murder beard killers. Uh, So the fights can be really good and entertaining and actually of a high level versus just like your local regional slobber knocker sloppy fucking KO. But all of that was really just an overly long explanation to explain to you that I didn't know who the fuck Conor McGregor was before he came to the UFC. I don't know that I've watched a single Cage Warriors event. Again, it's honestly not like I don't like Cage Warriors or that shit. I don't have the fucking time, man. I barely have time to watch 50% of the fucking UFC events, considering we now just are at, oh, let's just have just some fights on for fucking content's sake for ESPN and who gives a fuck about the fighters or anything else. So I didn't know who he was. And he comes in. He's definitely doing his thing. Very successful talking a big game and what set him apart was not only was he talking a big game but he was delivering on it he was an active fighter that was doing the things he said he was going to do and it was pretty impressive and in that run you know he got a couple of gimme matches that the goal was like hey we're gonna match you up with fucking roided out but slow and old Dennis Seaver so that you can style on him and look great and he did and a lot of us at least within like my circle of of MMA people were like okay but wait till he fights a wrestler they're just gonna take him down and wrestle fuck him and 
we'll have enough of the cocky Irishman with his big left hand. So when he came up against Chad Mendez, I was like, all right, here you go. See, this is going to be the end of this. Not necessarily from a hating standpoint, but more just like, you know, it's MMA. There are so many ways to win. And it's hard for me anymore to get onto a hype train over someone because I'm just beat down by fucking life in general and the sport and all of that. So when he faced Chad Mendez, I was like, yeah, this is going to be it. I remember watching that fight, and I don't know where in the first round, but, like, he got taken down. And as I remember it, spent a good portion of the round on the bottom getting controlled. He was defending well. Um, He wasn't freaking out. I kind of always expected him to, like, freak out once he got taken down. He seemed to be keeping his wits about him, defending well, but definitely was getting controlled by Mendez. Then we come into the second round. It quickly shifts. He gets the knockout, and you're like, all right, that was pretty impressive. Like, you faced some adversity. You pushed through the adversity and then came back and got the win. And it was at that point that I really did start to be like, okay, you know what? I think this guy is legit, and he may actually have something. When he sparked Aldo in that 12 or 13 seconds, whatever it was, I was really impressed. I mean, goat conversations are fucking stupid because everybody has their own opinion. But personally, for me, I think Aldo is the best that has been so far at 145 when you look at his overall record, blah, 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 all of those things. And fucking Connor waxed him. God damn. And it's a shame we never got to see a rematch. Not immediately, but Aldo came back and did well. And so I would have really liked to have seen that rematch. That would have been fun to see. But I will give Conor McGregor all the due in the world that, like, I figured if he beat Aldo, it was going to be a war. Not a fucking 13-second knockout. I mean, Wow, I never saw that coming. That was really, really impressive. After that fight, Connor took his first loss, and he actually took it very well. He was humble. He seemed to learn from it. He accepted it and then moved on. And that actually made me more of a fan of him. Of course, you know, afterwards. In the lead-up for the rematch against Nate Diaz, it was, oh, he was 10 feet tall, he was 300 pounds, all these other things. But it did seem like in the immediate aftermath of his first loss, where he got choked out after shooting because he got rocked, which was so funny because that's what he dogged on other people for doing. Oh, as soon as they get lit up, they're a wrestler. And then that's exactly what he did. Anyhow, I, I was impressed. I liked the way he handled that loss. And then he came back and he used the fatal flaw of the Diaz brothers against Nate, which is that despite the fact that they train under Eddie Roach and they have solid striking and they actually train in boxing, they have absolutely no idea what cage control is. And they have no ability to cut off the octagon and to stop someone from, quote-unquote, running away from them. 
In other words, moving back and resetting. If you don't just stand there and let them come at you or walk at them, they have no idea what to do. It's absolutely ridiculous. But Connor never goes down in defense 145, so in my opinion, never actually becomes the real champ because you need to win the belt and then defend the belt to be the real champ. And he fights Eddie Alvarez, the underground king, who can be both good and absolutely horrible. All the hype around Eddie, and he came in and badly lost his debut in the UFC. And then badly lost this fight to Connor after just getting the title. And, you know, <sighs> so it started the era of the champ champ again. Another accomplishment for Connor. Props to him on being the first legitimate champ champ. It's a shame he never actually defended a belt. You know, nowhere near as good as being the champ champ as Amanda Nunez, who has two belts and actively defends both and wins. But, you know, you've got to give it to him where it's deserved. And he was the first champ champ. The next part of Connor's career, again, is something that I admit he deserves props for. When all the rumors were going around about him fighting Floyd Mayweather, I remember telling friends, that'll never happen. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Why would Floyd ever do that? That's ridiculous. That's idiotic. It's just plain stupid. And yet, it happened. I'm still kind of shocked by it, to be honest. And it's very impressive that he got himself to be famous enough that he actually got that fight, made a ton of money he didn't deserve, uh, and but he did deserve it, but you know what I mean. And, yeah, you know, he should, again, it's another feather in his cap. The guy really had some points up to here that he can be proud of. After this, though, you know, the rails really start to fall off. And I'm going to quickly cover the last part here because it's not what I'm really here to talk about. I'm really here to talk about who do we have as a person in Conor McGregor. So, you know, he loses to Habib badly. There's a little brawl afterwards. He beats Cowboy, who could never take a pressure fighter. And that was a gimme fight designed for him to look good. And he went in there and did exactly what he was supposed to do. Pressured Cowboy, hit him a few times, and as usual, Cowboy quit. Uh, then Dustin beats his ass twice in a row. And it's fantastic. And yeah, that's where we're sitting on his professional career. 29 matches with 22 wins and 7 losses. And... At this point, I will be interested to see how many wins he can actually manage to get because he clearly is not operating on the same level that he was before. And that was what made his shtick work. His trash talk, his persona, his ego, all of that. If you're not winning, none of it matters. And... It becomes incredibly pointless really, really quickly. In all honesty, I think from a fight game perspective, Conor McGregor is really close to becoming irrelevant. Because if you can't back up your trash talk, nothing else 
matters. Like the Diaz fans have that undying loyalty even when their guy loses, but their guys aren't getting knocked out over and over and over again. They typically will lose by decision if they lose. And they can always be like, well, you know, if it had been a street fight with no rounds, we would have won. And it's it's quite possible, actually. Um, but for Connor, his whole thing is on changing the game, being the best, being all of those things. And without winning, none of it matters. And what a mess his personal life has become as well. I mean, yeah, if you look at him, very humble beginnings. He was a plumber. He was on welfare, which is not shameful, by the way, at all. He started from that very humble spot and then grew to great heights, made all that money fighting Floyd, buys the whiskey, which is shit, but he's so smart about it. He used his brand to push a shit whiskey and got his Rube fans to buy a shit whiskey to give it away for free at every bar in the United States and get lots of attention, and then he sells it for a ton of money. But in between those things, we've seen his personal life really fall apart. You know, he assaults the guy outside the club and breaks his phone. He punches the old man in the bar. We have two cases of accused sexual assault. And I do think it's very interesting to note that what we're not seeing is anyone from his past coming out and saying new things that that happened back in the past. And the reason I think that that is interesting is it shows that perhaps something has changed in him and his approach. And I think that what we have seen is a guy who worked incredibly hard to begin with, put in the work, had the drive, had the desire, was hungry, achieved an amazing amount of things that I've covered in this podcast already that he should be proud of, that he can be proud of. But then that success and that money and everything else 100% changed him and turned him into an egotistical, spoiled, absolute piece of shit who forces himself on others, both men and women in different scenarios, expects to get his way no matter what, is living his life like there are no consequences. And I would say that I'm sorry, but the current version of Conor McGregor is a complete, utter piece of shit and waste of space. He should be ashamed of himself. His fans should be ashamed of himself. And people say, oh, separate the fighter from the from the person, blah, 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 blah. But you can't really do that. You can do it to some extent. But for him, his personality is a big part of who he is as a fighter. It has always been just as much personality and charisma and drive with him as it was about the fights. And that drive and that hunger took him to the very top of the mountain and got him there. But now he has devolved into an egomaniac little prick warring with 
pointless rappers on VMA red carpets and talking about the Habib fight like all of us didn't watch it happen and don't know the reality of what happened there. The guy's just off the rails, a complete waste. And for all of those reasons, Connor Anthony McGregor, you are this week's recipient of Fuck You Friday. As always, you can find me on the Twitter machine as MMA Catfish, or you know what you can do? Go over to OnlyFans, hunt up MMA Catfish, and get yourself some hashtag wholesome OnlyFans. Also, FMP. I'm out!